families and welcome to the Cobbacy Evening Fireside Podcast. The Warriors and the Rovers are in their beds, the sun has definitely gone down over the bunks, and it's time for you to find out what happened today. Each morning, before the boys sleepily shuffle off to morning flags, blue sheets are put on each wooden breakfast table, and they are the color of a main summer sky, and each boy and each counselor pours over those blue sheets to see what will happen today. And this is your blue sheet report! about what did happen today. And just in case you were wondering, it was another amazing day. They just keep it coming. It was so beautiful today. Today we said goodbye to our two-weekers. There's always a small wave of boys that head home at two weeks from second, third, and fourth grade. And the parents showed up and, you know, all the cars pull up and everybody gets you know, get to get, do a big hug and then it's time to go home. Um, not a big visiting day like we do at the end of the three-and-a-half-week session. But... Everybody was standing there with their hands on their hips, looking at this place in this weather in the gorgeous state of Maine. So it was really something today. An awesome day to be doing all the stuff that our trips were out doing, and an awesome way to come home and see Camp Cobbacy glowing in the sunshine on the lake shore. Today was the 7th of July, a Thursday. It was on duty, the Raiders, HOD was B tonight, and flags were done by rain. Meals by Zach and Steve June took care of the octagon for us today. Tonight was an all-camp campfire, our mid-session campfire. That is a special event that we'll tell you about just in a second here. Evening activity was that campfire, and on deck tomorrow night, capture the flag for the Rovers, Watermelon League for the Warriors, Council and Station also have Watermelon League. Laundry today, nobody had laundry because it was the laundry team's day off. Tomorrow, Scarborough, Ogunquit, Drakes, and Pemaquid. Fun fact, Warriors Counselor Joe Rip can name every UN-recognized country on a map. I really thought as I was reading it that it was unrecognized. I'm like, how many could be unrecognized? UN recognized everybody. And then today, the Gray Day had their half day off. Soon it will be the Blue Day's half day off. And it was a really cool day today. It was a special day because of all the trips that were out. There were only a few age groups in camp. Rovers and some of the Warriors. The Rovers Day started with the Beacon Relay, then Battleship, then Lunch and Rest Hour. Then they played Ninja Warrior. They had a Civil War, which was a water balloon Civil War. It's pretty amazing. You can go forwards or sideways, but you cannot back up. Forward is a Civil War. Then Lakeside and Preps had a baseball intercamp practice. We're going on an intercamp game tomorrow. It's pretty exciting. A couple of teams are coming to us. A couple of us are going to Camp Andruskargan. Had a nice conversation today with Phil Hirsch. One of my friends who's a camp director, and he was talking about how his COVID cases are low and zero, and ours are low and zero, and so let's have an intercamp. And we just we just decided we we're going to do it. So it's pretty exciting. Back to the bunks for, for dinner, and then flags, dinner, and the all-camp campfire. And then Warriors had Tugs, Human Chain Relay, and Tic-Tac-Toe. Dags, the group leader of the group that was here today, wanted to get the guys ready for tribal games. So there are some ahead-of-tribal games, tribal game-like games. 
Awesome Ball after that, then Giant Relay and Hatchet Hunt. It was just one of those days when there's a lot of cool stuff going on are all around camp that normally doesn't happen anywhere, including at camp. And so it was fun. It was really great. And then one by one, the trips started to arrive back from Coos Canyon, back from Whitewater Rafting, and the Sachem back from their conquest of Cadillac Mountain. That is our Blue Sheet Report for today, the 7th of July. It is a magnificent and busy thing to run Cobbacy, and each day I make it out of the office and into the breeze and sunlight of Cobbacy itself and spend time with your boys. Sometimes it's a game of knockout, sometimes it's watching an intercamp, and sometimes it's marvelous one-on-one -on -one time with a single boy. Those are often my favorite times. This is what I saw today. A couple days ago we talked about how awesome it is to go stand at the office and watch the boys head out for their adventures. And that experience is trumped only by the experience of watching the boys come back from their amazing adventures. And that's what happened today. Lots of satisfied, sleepy boys getting off a bus. Lots of, bro, it was such big water and the white water trip. And so many stories about the witch counselor fell out and how it was all wild and adrenalizing. And then it was just sleeping on a raft in the sunshine on a river with your buddies. Really good food. I guess there were some bugs up there <laughs> at Magic Falls. And it was, you know, lots of great stories along those lines. And the sachem got back, and they had got up at 2 in the morning to climb Mount Cadillac. Climb it they did, and I believe the word they used this evening was, it was one of the most beautiful sights I have ever seen, either here or anywhere else. That was one of the sachem's reports about the sunrise off of Cadillac Mountain. Imagine standing there, you're 14 years old, You've known a lot of these guys for sometimes, in the case, in some cases, seven years, seven summers in a row. Same guys, same buddies, brothers. And you're standing or sitting in the tall grass at the top of a gorgeous mountain, and you're overlooking the ocean, and you're overlooking the other way, Maine stretching out before you, and the light is long and golden, and you're a little bit loopy because you got up at two in the morning. Imagine that. It's really something. And then we had a, an all-camp campfire, and the whole point of that campfire is so the boys can tell the stories of their trips back to each other. So little ones talk about Spirit Island and being smushed into a tent and the story of the angry elephant and what it was like to wake up and eat some sausages and go swimming in the morning and what it was like to do s'mores and make your own nominations and all that cool stuff. And then the, the fifth and sixth graders were both talking about jumping off the ledges at Coos Canyon and how Coos Canyon this year was even more exciting than last year if you're a sixth grader and all the funny skits that they had around the campfire the night before at Coos Canyon and how beautiful it is. It's something that people don't talk about as much as they could about Coos Canyon. It's really breathtaking. You'll see it in the photos tomorrow. And we've got a lot of photos. We're going to take a, a little bit of, of digesting to get them ready to, to post, but they're coming. And you'll probably see uh, those of you who are the parents of a boy who doesn't normally take risks uh, or you know perceived risks. It's definitely very safe jumping off those ledges, but you'll see some surprising faces squinched up in joy slash healthy terror as they, as they go off these ledges. It's cool to hear them talk about that too. Some of them are quite scared and then they do it anyway. 
which as we all know is the definition of bravery. So listening to them all tell stories, you'd think if you got 220-something boys in a big old campfire, you know, fire bowl, and then made them listen to each other's stories about their trips, that there'd be a lot of squirming and, and talking over each other. And there was a few comments here or there, but mostly I'm proud to say that the boys were listening to each other. And especially if a boy got up who had a good voice, a, a telegraphed their voice, or had a pretty funny thing to say there was a couple there was one rover who just kept talking about how great it was to be in a tent with his buddies and the whole place got quiet to hear that because they all know what that feels like and then there is another boy who was talking about the lessons that he learned on the raft that he didn't like the bugs but the next day was full of wonder he didn't say it that way but that's what he meant and that all of the not exactly suffering but the getting through the buggy part and the sleeping in the tent part got you this amazing day on the river, on the mighty Kedemek River. And that was cool to hear too. And then to hear the sachem talk about standing on Cadillac Mountain together. Man, there was not a, not a butt was moving in those seats. All the squirming was completely canceled by the enraptured listening of many, many boys to a, a 14-year-old. I mean, you'd think he was a demigod the way he shut it all down. But, you know, Beckett and and... Xander and and all the boys in that group just they just command so much respect here and they know it and they use it well. It's pretty cool to see. And we're right up on it, Cavasi family. Sometime soon, tribal games will start. Who knows when that will be? But when it does, this whole chapter, this regular camp, quote unquote, it fades into the background and we're off to the races for the final epic push. That's coming. But for now, it was stories about the trips, stories about the epic adventures together out there. And so that is our little informal podcast for yet another glorious day at Camp Cobbestier for boys. Your boys go to sleep tonight with steady counselors watching over them, nodding off, surrounded by their friends, loons sounding on the lake. All is well in this place set apart. Yeah.